I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes ebay motors is here for the ride elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own led headlights spoilers whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Another turning point, a fog stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. go. Sonic the best of his tests and don't ask why. It's not a question but a lesson learned at time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Man, Green Day has been in my head, and it makes you want to die? Oh, my God. That song pissed me off when I was a teen. Wait, Natalie, you said that song pissed you off? <laughs> yes. As a young punker, that, yeah, song guess, yeah. like, that song was like, well, you guys fucked up your whole teenage years. I hope you had a good time because now you got to grow up and get a job. And I was like, oh. shut up, Billy. I mean, it. Do- to be fair, it sucks. It sucks <laughs> because you have to pay bills and you have to have children. Not me, man. I'm Hell living yeah. full anarchy life still. I'm never paying bills. Welcome to page seven. <laughs> My name is Jackie. Zab- Jackie, I'm never going to pay bills, Zabrowski. Mm-hmm. My name is Holden uh, never got laid by playing that song at guitar at parties, McNeely. <laughs> My name is Natalie. I never got laid in high school uh, hating that song. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you are you also in the didn't lose your virginity till you were in college club? <laughs> I did not lose my virginity till after high school, but I didn't go to college for two years after high school. So I I went doubly. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We are our own selves because we're living our truth. Welcome, Natalie, to the, this is this is maternity time. Natalie Jean, thank you so much whoa, for whoa, helping whoa. us out. You're not maternity time. Molly's on maternity time. Natalie's Molly's on maternity pregnant time. and we're no, it Never say it. Don't you put that shush on us. Oh, be careful putting those words together. I don't like it. No, that's a fi on our house, Holden McNeely, and we don't want it. But I will say a many, many congrats to a one Molly Neffel mm-hmm. for her baby has been born, which is great because I forced her into the studio last week, and she and we were like, oh, she's so big. And she had a baby, I think, the next day. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, it was one or two days after that. It was kind of amazing. Women can do it. 
all. They can do it all. And okay. welcome Zelda Josephine to the world. Good and job, this, Molly. Oh my God, she did it. She pushed it out. And I loved it because someone said, I saw someone commented like, the second she started talking about all the things she's getting ready before the planned C-section, uh-huh. she was like, I knew that baby was coming out of her faster than she expected. But I will say that I immediately, I think that we need to start calling Molly Marmy because now this is two little baby girls for her and she did I know that Josephine has nothing to do with little women but in my mind it does so now she has to have five girls but all of them are going to live not so that's how she's not going to be Marmy she won't be Marmy but she will be Marmy (laughs) she has to have three more daughters she has to have three more daughters that's why i just i put that fi upon her house well i mean at this rate it's definitely gonna happen you know because she keeps you know just kind of staying in her lane and just still getting pregnant no matter what so we'll see you know what i mean that means more page seven for me (laughs) yeah (laughs) baby then you'll be on you'll be Natalie maternity leave (laughs) for the rest of your (laughs) life She's always in between babies. No, you're your own person, and we are very happy to have you. Or somehow Thank maybe you. she's like the page seven surrogate, but it's like the opposite way. <laughs> she's like the surrogate I host. reject babies. <laughs> yeah, don't eat the babies, Natalie. Don't. My vagina rejects them. Can we take a second to appreciate that Molly's new baby's name is Zelda, which I think is beautiful. And like, also, that was a name Lexi was had in mind for a potential baby name. And I think it's really pretty. And also, her husband's a big old nerd nerd. And uh, so it's definitely a big tribute as well to, of course, the video game franchise, which is fantastic. Um, I think that I, I think that it has also something to do with the fact I believe it also means something in Hebrew as well. So I don't think it was just oh, it a video game. <laughs> does it actually mean something in Hebrew? Let me see. I think it means blessed. Really? I don't know if it's in Hebrew, uh, but it, it's it means blessed. Oh in, boy. In, Jackie, oh, what are you God. doing? I'm screwing it up. I'm screwing <laughs> it all up. I know it means blessed because in my brain I was like, oh, oh, that baby is hashtag blessed. I did make that joke to myself. <laughs> no, no, I'm reading it right here. It says, um, it actually says a uh, hot dog lover. It means hot dog <gasps> oh lover. Oh my God, that was my Slack name, hot dog lover 420. <laughs> wow. I, I wonder if anybody's named their child hashtag middle name blessed yet because I Ooh. feel like that will happen. It, it has to. There's got to be a, ha- a couple hashtags in the womb right now. <laughs> just swimming around. That's gross because it reminds me of skin tags. It's not a great name to give a child. Ooh, yeah. No, that or a rashy skin tag, which yeah. I also don't want. <laughs> I don't think. I don't need it to be any more inflamed than it already is. Oh, uh-huh. no. I'm just excited because there's another baby a part of the network and it is still um, Molly's and I just want to say Congrats. Many a congrats to you. We will miss you here on page seven. But now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I so Natalie is actually uh Natalie's in Florida right now. And I believe that you were recording mm. in my old childhood bedroom. Ooh, Jackie, if these walls could talk. Ooh. They would be like, stop having sex with those gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> I I am. I'm currently reporting from the day bed that now resides in your old bedroom. If you want, you can see how easy it is to sneak out that window. I can't believe you guys had windows on the ground floor of your bedroom. 
I can't believe it that. It was so easy to sneak out of that bedroom. It was like, it was begging me to sneak out. It's not even near your parents' bedroom. Of it's on the you, other you side to. of the house. It was like you had to do it. I never got to live that sneak out of the house life. I'll have no idea what that was or what that must have felt like. I was trapped in the upstairs of my bedroom. My parents slept with the bedroom door open. It was just like. They was, slept with the bedroom door open? Uh, like a lot. I mean, I think they finally started closing it now that's bad for fire you <laughs> have to sleep with the bedroom door closed because then it will give you extra time if there's ever a fire in the house it was awful there was no way to leave there was like literally if i went downstairs to get a drink in the middle of the night they would hear it you know what i mean much less fucking go out and smoke fill you know cigarettes i there was a way to get onto the roof and i used to go out there in moments of desperation to get high or smoke cigarettes but that was like such a fucking rarity and i was always mortified the entire time i was doing it because like i thought i was gonna get caught any second and then i'd go to my friend's house and he lived in like a basement like two floors away from his parents fucking could just go in and out at any point that he wanted to and had an entire yeah. floor of a house to himself. You sucker. <laughs> if only your parents ignored you like my parents did. <laughs> I got out whenever I wanted. <laughs> and they uh, never cared. <laughs> they really didn't. Um, I'm, sad that, I'm sad that I wasn't horribly neglected. That is actually yeah. what, exactly what's going on right now. Did your parents leave the door open to watch you? Um, um, I think there was definitely an element of like control over the house for sure. Wow. Like, really I mean, just setting aside their own comfort. My mom is a worrier. You know what yeah. I mean? My yeah. mom is like a, so I think that, yeah, definitely like wanting to pay attention. I think she always, I think anytime I did anything, she thought I was doing a lot of drugs, which like, yeah, of course I was fucking doing drugs, mom. It's fucking Dear. 2000 and fun. I do like, <laughs> ew. I do like that your mom actually assumed that you were cooler than you truly were in Yeah, totally. Like I'd have a girl over and they'd freak out and I'd be like, guys, don't worry. I am so friend zoned right now. It's not even a fucking <laughs> joke. Like Jackie, your mom was like that with Henry too. Yes. Oh, she was all over. And meanwhile, I was the one sneaking out and doing all of the drugs and having all of the fun. And she never looked my way. She just <laughs> assumed that I wouldn't do any of these things. Ha ha ha. I've got angel eyes. Ha <laughs> ha. But Henry, Henry was just writing comic books with his little his little boyfriend. Such a nerd. He's exactly. like, I'm just making videos with my friends. And that's all he was doing. Dude, my favorite with Henry is the story. And I, he's not here to tell it, so I'll let him tell it himself. But his his story about when his mom walked in on him uh, jerking off to, like, Japanese, like, uh, schoolgirl porn. <laughs> and she, and she uh, flipped out. It's better uh, than the guinea pig story to me. She flipped out and just, like, you've... Yeah, what did she say? She's like, you're, you're hurting yourself. You're, you're dam- hurting yourself. You're yeah, damaging just, yourself. Just, something ah, like that. God, it's just so, I don't know. I was just, I've been reading this, like, I've been reading this sexologist book lately. And it's just, man, the things that happen to you in your teen years that just truly just ruin how mm-hmm. you feel about sex and how you feel about <laughs> and, and the shame you feel and all these things and trying to bring down those walls as an adult. Oh, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we uh, we are all ruined by our upbringing for sure. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but then you make 
You turn lemons into lemonade, much like Beyonce. Ah. And also, much like Lizzo, did you guys Ooh. see the Lizzo performance at the VMAs? Absolutely. It was incredible. She did such a. It was a it's sad that the VMA uh, ratings are tanking so much because I think it was like a really good VMA this year. They were, like the performance wise, I didn't watch the whole thing. But uh, Lizzo was fucking on fire. She was incredible. She had five different outfits. <laughs> oh, she's so wonderful. I think probably why it's tanking is because people do a lot of what I did, which is watch all the performances on YouTube. <laughs> you watch all the clips. Yeah. Immediately yeah, yeah. after it was aired, I went on YouTube and just watched the performances I was interested in and none of yeah. the ones that I weren't interested in. Of exactly. course. And I weren't interested in a lot of them, but I wasn't, I was on interested in Lizzo's dress. My thing, my favorite one was the one where I think that her Instagram caption was, I'm not bad, I'm just drawn this way, with the red, amazing oh, yeah. strapless dress with a red feather boa. And then on the dress, it just said siren over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a good one. <sighs> I liked her, um, was it a Marc Jacobs, the purple one? The poofy, yes. like, I like that one a lot. Oh, my God. Like, the 80s style yeah, dress she yeah, had. Yeah. But then I also love, so during her performance, so behind her, my friend Kit Kat stopped what I was doing. She's like, are you watching what's happening with Lizzo right now? <laughs> and put her phone in front of my face. I was like, <gasps> because she had a huge inflatable ass behind her. And the ass jiggled throughout the performance. And, my God, it was beautiful. Sipping on the tequila, too. And getting- she yeah. slam some Patron. She's got great backup dancers, too, so they're always really fun to watch. And she, what I love is that she threw so much love towards her backup singers as well. And her Instagram, she said, every woman on that stage had a story of either why they shouldn't have been on that stage or why they didn't believe they deserved to be on that stage, Hell yeah. including myself. And I will say, I cried when in the middle of the performance she said, I'm tired of the bullshit, and I don't have to know your story to know that you're tired of the bullshit, too. Hell it's yeah. so hard loving yourself in a world that doesn't love you back. Am I right? So I want to take this opportunity right now to just feel good as hell because you deserve to feel good as hell. And I immediately started to cry. I definitely, I could get, I could be persuaded, well, not even persuaded. I would just join a cult led by her. Like I understand how people <laughs> become in cults because <laughs> if she started to want to be like, yeah. Yeah, right. she's sort of putting the messages out there and there doesn't seem to be anything that throws you off of positivity loving yourself you know and um and then if that all works out you get to uh have sex with like 20 virgins in the afterlife which i love that was in the uh, that was in the credits on her last album that she came out with it was the the fine print was uh... that's just a bonus to me i just want to be there with her you know celebrating but uh the virgins after death are great yeah that is the weird thing too though why has it always got to be virgins? I would want like like a bunch of you know like milfs. I think in the afterlife, you know, somebody pra- that's done it and pra- has done it a lot. Yeah, practiced, non dead eyed, you know, uh, uh, very you know sexually just trained, skilled. Some guys love a dead eyed girl <laughs> who's in obvious pain. Midsummer having sex. Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't dead eyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lizzo, Lizzo, fantastic performance. Uh, also, shout outs to this I, the, uh, Hispanic, um, like hip hop pop duo, J Balvin and Bad Bunny for their performance, which was weird as fuck. I only caught it because it was like on the next ons on my, uh, 
on my like YouTube watching of the VMAs. But like, just if you take a glimpse at this music, at this uh, performance, they're wearing these like crazy, they're wearing these weird suits that make them look like cartoon characters in this bizarre, like almost like weird utopian internet kind of world for a stage. And it's really fascinating. That just like popped up. I'm like scrolling through stuff. And of course I've got to gush about Taylor Swift. Jackie, just let me know when I can gush about Taylor Swift and I'll do it. Uh, You're we not can- there yet. You're not allowed to do it yet. <laughs> she because performed, first- she won best. I know, but we're going to get there because first I want to talk about Jantra. We're going to talk about John Travolta first. Let's talk about John Travolta. So we all remember John Travolta, and he said he, for some reason, introed Idina Menzel as Adele Dazim at the Academy Awards in 2014 when when he was bringing her on stage for her to sing Let It Go. So he's been trying ever since, which I think is kind of funny because I, 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 this is the second instance that he has brought this up while introducing someone else on an award show because obviously this is something that he is very upset at himself about. And it's something that probably he thinks about, I'm going to say, can you imagine doing something like this that you, was turned into a meme that I feel like at least three times a week it would just randomly pop into my head. Yeah, I think at, if you're at that level like he is, you have to just accept that this is your life now, that <laughs> everything you do is going to be scrutinized. And I actually think he handles it really well because he doesn't act like a prick about it. seems like he seems more like he's sort of toying with it and having fun with himself. Yeah, I, I just mean, love John it, Travolta. I think that makes him a lot more lovable, in my opinion, like the yeah. gaffes, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, you're, if you're not a politician, like gaffes are hilarious, and yeah. you know. What I mean? <laughs> well, so he went up with Queen Latifah to read the winner for her top video of the year, and what he said, he's like, because he'll just mispronounce shit and fuck it up, which is very cute because I feel like he was trying to be young and hip by cursing a lot. He was. And when Taylor Swift won for "You Need to Calm Down," Jantra accidentally almost handed the award to Jade Jolie who was in RuPaul's Drag Race and also was one of the drag queens that plays Taylor Swift in the video. Yes, so perfect. Is very, very funny. But I have to say, as much as people are like, look at how John Travolta fucked up. Can you imagine how amazing Jade Jolie feels? (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I nailed it. I nailed it. I looked so good. Then, of course, you know, you're on a stage. You're being stared at by millions of people. But he, she looked so good mm-hmm. that she almost got, was given the actual award. And I say, go for Go for her. And also good for him because it's now his, uh, his MO to do fun little old man accidents. Like right. And, and the best thing, too, is that he... It's literally seconds after he addressed the <laughs> fact that he fucked up before it's I said the wrong it's, name. It's kind it's so of wonderful, cute. really. It's like it's like I'm not gonna do this again. I'm gonna avoid this by letting you say it, and then finds a new, even better way to fuck up by mistaking <laughs> the drag version of Tay Tay for Tay Tay, and then Tay Tay gets up. Leans continues to lean into the political stuff, which I'm God, into. God, I hate that you call her Tay Tay. Tay Tay all day day. Tay Tay all day day. Okay, I sip my rosé. I listen to well, my Tay, and I well. fucking. I know you are allowed. Now you are allowed to talk about Taylor Swift for a little bit. Do we have a time cap? Okay, yeah, yeah. How long do I get a Tay Tay? Th- five minutes. You have no, five minutes. Five minutes. Is that because too many minutes? She also had, yeah, she also had the, going on. her album come out this week as There's well. There's a lot going on. All right, all right. Tay-Tay, five minutes. Okay. Lover is a phenomenal album. I don't care what you say. At, at, at the end of the day, 
when it comes to Tay, we all came you to say play. Day Day? And we want to say we Ugh. love Love A, uh, which is what I call lovers <laughs> so that it rhymes with Tay Tay. Uh, it, honestly, take a step back. Whatever you feel about anything else, if you look at that as it is as a pop album, it is 18 songs. Every song is great. I enjoy it. It's a pretty great album. I will give you that. It is. It's a pretty great album. Like, even just from a technical standpoint, I was actually working on um, in, in a Do you say technical at this? A technical J- standpoint, the yeah. Tay album is, um, uh, you know, it's very gray, right, when it comes to Tay. <laughs> so it was like, we're in the studio, right? <laughs> we're in, we're, I'm in this recording studio, and the new album drops, like, the night I'm there, and we're getting hammered, and we put it on, and I got to listen to it, surrounded by this, like, amazing sound system. I will give this to Holden, that he was surrounded by people who do not give a fuck about Taylor Swift, and he put this album Actually, on. though, actually, actually, the <laughs> recording engineers were, like, blown away from a technical standpoint of, like, the sound of Lover, the song itself, and the whole album. They were, like, we were dancing. Me and one of the engineers were, like, dancing around, having a great time. Uh, Carly was, <laughs> our mutual friend Carly was like, can we please listen to something else? And then also, like, the look on Carly's face after we listened to, like, eight songs when she found out that there, it was an 18-track album <laughs> was just, like, the crestfallen. <laughs> like, we are in a studio. We are, like, partying like we're in a studio. We're getting all high. We're, like, drinking fucking vodka straight from the couple. What are disgusting. you, kids? <laughs> and we were just, like, and then it's just me and the recording engineer, like, hands in the air, like, dancing around, just getting wasted. Um... It really is great, though. I We were listening to it again last night. It's definitely one of her, her best albums. What, how much time do I have? But I also wanted to highlight, um, and I'll let, it, I'll let it speak for itself, but I just wanted to highlight uh, her interview that she did with The Guardian, and she spoke towards a lot of things I think a lot of people have a wrong perception of her about, and I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty on that stuff because why the fuck should I? I'll let this speak for itself, and I think she has some really great quotes in there, and I think she really does clear the waters on a lot of stuff and if you still fucking hate her after that article I mean I don't think anything's gonna change but I think that uh, you know she's done a great job here I love that she continues to speak out about the issues surrounding you need to calm down and about, you know, this this uh, going on this big tear. The the whole thing with, like, you know, her relationship with Todrick Hall, who she, um, you know, made this album for because it, he, the whole reason why he she made this song, uh, You Need to Calm Down, was he actually wasn't sure where she stood on gay rights, which she couldn't believe um, because, you know, he's, like, super gay, and so she made, you know, this song for him and worked with him on, like, the video. I don't know. Anyways, it's beautiful, and got do, do, all... Do, 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 do. Got so... You play, you oh, you play off music. Oh, no, no. You're playing off. I have two more minutes. <laughs> I will speak to the fact that Soon You'll Get Better was a beautiful song that she wrote for her mother, who's cancer came back and she also sang it with the Dixie Chicks and, and I love the Dixie so Chicks. So good and she talks in this article about how when she was getting into country music like or when she was doing stuff they kept saying just don't do politics don't be like the Dixie Chicks. She like literally says that in the article and how bad she feels in hindsight about that and how important it was for her to collaborate with them and also how she'll probably she said she'll probably never play that song live because it was so difficult to write and record. And it really is beautiful. I actually got a little teared up last night listening to it. Also, shout outs to um, so many good songs on this album. Death by a Thousand Cuts. 
Uh, I loved I Think He Knows is a phenomenal song. The Man about essentially what her career would be like if she was a man, uh, which I think is phenomenal. Um, just a lot of really great statements on this. And my God, I feel bad for this guy. Just because the pressure is so on, dude. I, like, I was like listening to uh, Paper Rings, um, it, which is just about ha- another song and probably out of like 12 on this album where she t- gushes about this Alwyn guy and the man that guy's got a lot of pressure dude just hearing these songs I'm like I don't I just could never live up to the, <laughs> to the standards why is this all about like I love you I love you I love you and you're the best yes <laughs> It's just like, ah, like I'm listening to it. I'm like, I couldn't imagine being in this Meanwhile, I was just reading an article about Sophie Turner versus Taylor Swift because Sophie Turner wore a dress that Taylor Swift wore in the past. And as everyone knows, Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas, who is now Sophie Turner's husband, they dated for like three or four months and she got almost an entire album at it, out of it. Yeah. Which is like, that's a lot. <laughs> to write, um, I mean, I guess that means you really love someone. But can you can you can you write that much about dating someone for three or four months? Well, it's almost like you're using the relationship to siphon off of feelings and emotions for your album. Oh like yeah, you're sucking it out dry, and then you, you, when they're a husk of a person, you just push yeah. them aside. But he's fine. <laughs> I, uh, he married Sophie Turner, so that's pretty cool. Um, I doubt that she intentionally wore the same dress. I'm I don't think that she did. That. I think that I think she really is as I think she, as someone that is being billed as America's newest sweetheart, uh, and she can do no wrong. I feel like it was just an oopsie doopsie, which just makes everyone love Sophie Turner even more. Is she she's not American, right? She's Australian. Ah, she's Australian. All these fucking Australians, they're all coming in and taking all of our jobs being charming. Um, Actually, no, she's British. I was about to say, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's British. I'm pretty sure I did an episode on Game of Thrones right now. Why did you say I was wrong? Because I was like, I guess I'm a fucking idiot talking, walking no. over here doing my research like a moron. No, you yeah, have to dummy. tell me when I'm wrong. It's because I'm so, I'm thinking about Samara Weaving and I have to stop thinking uh, about Samara uh, uh, Weaving. Right. Um. I also love that she is like a huge Lizzo fan and was like freaking out getting a picture with Lizzo on the like that red was so fun. Wait, can yeah. I just touch quickly on the uh, on the VMAs? Uh, I cried during two performances, and one Please. of them was Miley's solo. Her, uh, her, not her solo, her uh, new single. I haven't seen it. I didn't see that. Oh, it's it was great. Amazing. Oh, it was that. about her breakup with Liam, and awesome. it was. She's such. An incredible singer, and like the I song is called time, "Slide Away." By the way, awesome. Yeah, a lot of times I think her antics kind of get pushed in front of the fact she's actually a really accomplished singer, and I yeah, love her. Anybody has a question about her singing, uh, you always just have to point them to Jolene. The cover uh, that is the just like end all be all proof that Miley Cyrus has an, an unbelievable voice, and then it's like everything else can come after that. Yes. And, and I love her antics as well. I think she's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. As much as I would dig having Mr. Holleran tell me I had a shine to me, I can't imagine him introducing me at a party as, this is Jackie. She's got a stink to her. And he wouldn't even dream of it because my native deodorant is keeping the stinking from happening to my family. You don't gotta hide the axes. It works. Don't hold back. Native can hang with your workout, busy mom life, or running around in a maze because the bad past life ghosts are trying to teach your wife and kid a lesson. 
people love Native. We have over 8,000 five-star reviews. Now imagine how different the Torrance family summer would have been if the Overlook could have been reviewed. At the Holiday Inn, you can't blame evil ghost history on just wanting a little peace and quiet. Ingredients you know. Less is more with Native. We have fewer, simpler ingredients so you know everything that's in our deodorant. I've checked the whole stick out. Ain't no room 237. Hide no rotting old ladies up in there. It's worth it. Aluminum may be linked to some serious health ramifications. Native is safe and effective. As safe as you would feel if you actually listened to the premonition-having little man that lived inside of your mouth. Oh, Tony, don't be so crazy. Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women. Plus, we release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. We also offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. Classic deodorant scents include coconut and vanilla, lavender rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. I got the eucalyptus and mint. And I love it more than Daddy Torrance likes his sippy smiles. I love that it's natural and as someone that attempted to use essential oils instead of deodorant for a very long time, time it makes you smell light and clean without leaving the stinking there's no risk to try we offer free returns and exchanges in the usa and if you subscribe you save 17 percent now that sounds like a deal if i ever smelled one all work and no smell good makes jackie a mean lady for 20% off your first purchase, go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code PAGE7 at checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code PAGE7 at checkout. Jackie is just brushing away. Thought she'd vibrate the day away. Then I guess she had to dash. Quip will be there when she gets home from her bash and it'll say, Hey girl, take a brush on the Quip side. I said, hey, yo, take a brush on the quip side. And the clean teeth girls go, do, 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 Brush, a brush, a brush, brush, a brush, 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 a brush, a brush, a brush, brush. I get just as excited about using my quip, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association, as I do getting to hear my name in a song. If you get to be one of Andy Warhol's superstars and you are living your life to the fullest and walking on the wild side, who's got the time to think about how we brush in or how long we brush in? Quip's built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and to help you clean your whole mouth even. We gotta keep something clean on those streets. It's such a perfect brush. I'm glad I use Quip. Such a perfect toothbrush. It just keeps on cleaning my mouth. It just keeps vibrating my mouth. With its sensitive sonic vibrations, Quip gives you an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. So go and have your perfect day, scoring in the parks. Goals, that is. And no matter how many bad park decisions you make, your teeth can always be cleaned using Quip and its multi-use cover. It works as a stand, mounts to mirrors, and slides over your bristles to pack and protect your Quip on the go to the park. That's why I love Quip. And why it's perfect for getting back into a routine. 
15. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash page seven right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page seven. And then the other one was the Missy Elliott mashup. Oh my so God. Good. It made me so happy. I love Missy Elliott so fucking much and she's amazing. And she Hell did yeah. all of her did you did you watch it? Yes. Mm-hmm. She did all those songs all in a row and all she does the best live performances and her her art design on her videos and stuff are so fucking good. Can you imagine being able to keep up with that just from like song to song to song to song to song? Like with that kind of string, how do you keep it all straight? I mean, I don't know if maybe they've got you know, teleprompters or something. But, like, I feel like my brain would just explode, even though you rehearse it a bunch. It's just like, all right, what is coming next? Where are we going next? What is happening now? It's because she's a goddamn queen. Exactly right. And how do you get to Carnegie Hall? I mean, you know they just fucking rehearse the shit out of that, you know, over and over. I always think about that, how crazy that's got to be. I bet you rehearsed for weeks leading up to this, like, one five-minute moment. That's got to be so stressful, especially for one of these, like, live, you know, even for not to bring it back to Taylor Swift, but just even Lover, that was the first time she'd ever performed that song live, which has got to be insane, like, very intense, you know what I mean? But so fucking fun, man. Especially with that with that kind of budget, you have those sets and those costumes, ugh, it'd be so fun. And that you could just do so much. And also back to Sophie Turner, did you see the pictures of her meeting Jonathan Van Ness backstage? Yeah. <laughs> And he was so excited because so Jonathan Van Ness is now pushing for Gay of Thrones, which was his YouTube show that was about essentially redoing the hairdos from Game of Thrones. So he's been following Sophie Turner since the beginning of Game of Thrones. So him meeting like with them meeting each other backstage, it looked like pure joy radiated from both of them. And it made me so happy. It's a real Full circle moments. I know. I'm so happy for them. Oh, we didn't talk about the sexy almost kiss that um, uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. So, do you think? So, every I mean, I've seen a million blind items about how like she's this beard and yada yada yada. Um, and then they did this almost kiss thing, even though they're supposedly have been in a relationship. So, like, why wouldn't they kiss? Just kiss, kiss. Not everyone's gay, Holden. I know, but it's just—it's <laughs> the—it's just the blindy blind item about it. And then why didn't they just make out if they're dating? Well, gay people have made out with straight people many times in the past. I think he—if he was gay, he would be able to manage a quick smackaroo on the lips if he was trying to hide it. I don't think it was like I can't kiss her. I only kiss men's mouths. I just hate I just hate almost kisses. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I do too. They kisses. make me mad. Would we be talking about this if they had kissed? Mm. Because there are pictures of them everywhere making out all across the globe. Would we be talking about it if they kiss? I think this is all a publicity stunt. Probably. Ah. Yeah, you're probably right. But it, to me it's like it's like if you almost sneeze. Like, don't almost go in for a kiss and then don't, you fucking asshole. I can't even imagine. Like, I can't imagine as a full-grown adult going in for a kiss and not doing it. I would immediately be like, you kiss me now. Kiss me. Give me that kiss. (laughs) You seal the deal because I want it and I need it. That's how I got my first kiss. Oh, yeah? Did you force it? screamed and screamed at him. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't force any man to ever kiss me. I swear. Don't. I I appreciate you. (laughs) So in my band, which I also never forced someone to kiss me, but in my band, we had, uh, in high school, we had the most problematic song ever on Hindsight. 
um, which <laughs> was me like trying to sing a romantic song, but the chorus was, she said no, but I kissed her anyway. She said no. But and, like we put this album on and we're like, yeah, let's listen to our band from back in the day. And we were just like, oh my God, this is the worst. By the way, this was not based off of a true story. It was just, no. the, it was trying to be funny. It was trying to be like a romantic song, but actually it had like a punky kind of whatever, ugly kid Joe vibe. Let's actually, I would say punky. <laughs> I mean, all, those, all the songs from the 50s and 60s were all about pretty much rape. Or statutory rape. She, you're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine. You're mine, mine and you're <laughs> mine. She's 16, she's beautiful, she's mine. Oh, so I feel romantic. like, though, it, it's... I feel like it's the kind of the weird... I mean, not anymore, because everything has changed, but I feel like back in the day, it was a weird dream of mine for me to be like, no, you can't kiss me, and then him right. just grabbing me like, I have to kiss you I feel like when I was 15 I would have loved that <laughs> well yeah because you're scared kind of but like right. but you know it has to be in a scenario <laughs> where you actually do want to kiss the man because that could also yes. be a situation where a man's going give me come here girl and you're going <laughs> no and then he's like this is what I've seen in movies the girl wants it she does want it. hey mama let me get I'm just like okay you get <laughs> oh, you are right oh, you do get okay. alright so this is how pathetic I am okay um, uh, Ooh, and, how pathetic and have always been this was my fantasy back in high school my fantasy was not I see a girl getting harassed by a jock and I go up and I beat the shit out of him and then walk away with the girl. My fantasy was I see the girl getting harassed by the jock. I walk up, I defend her honor. He beats the fuck out of me. And then the girl feels bad for me and decides to be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I had that fantasy like over and over again. Because I knew to myself, like I won't win the fight. I won't At least actually... you weren't lying to yourself. You know? <laughs> At least you were true to your that you're living your truth yeah, is what she, you're doing. She'd stay behind and Aww, bandage my then. wounds and, you know, care for like nurse me back to health. That's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a, a mommy thing too. Yeah, a little bit. For oh sure. yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? No, it's uh, you know what movie you need to see, and I feel like I might bring it up too often is The Mountain Between Us. Ah. I feel like if that's the kind of kink thing that you're into, then the Kate Winslet Idris Elba movie about how like they're, they're like they're both betrothed to others, but the mm. plane goes down and they have to take care of each other, and of course they're gonna fall in love. Of course, of course they're gonna fall in love. They have to take care. of of each other you can't survive that kind of thing it's kind of like you know tom hanks and wilson and castaway Aww. he couldn't return and just go back to his fedex what? life 39 percent on rotten tomatoes man rotten tomatoes <laughs> i swear oh it makes me so Ooh, mad so mad rotten 39%. tomatoes gets a rotten tomato in my book <laughs> yes you know what it does get a rotten yeah. tomato in my book it is unfresh or whatever it, they say yeah whatever bullshit they have <laughs> but then that's the thing though is i keep saying like you know i say screw rotten tomatoes i don't believe in rotten tomatoes they always steer me wrong and yet i always look yeah why do i always look because we like pain i do <laughs> like pain you know who else likes pain Ooh. kj Yappa. KJ Epa likes pain. Why does he like pain? Why does he like pain? 
because I was really excited. So I sent this. Um, it was a trailer for KJ Epa's new movie, I Still Believe. And I, I sent it to believe. Molly. And oh. if there is one thing that Molly does do, she is the person. I am the opposite of this person. You send her a text and she immediately responds. She always is like on, like, unless, you know, she's like helping a baby or doing something, you know, whatever. But oh. she usually is a person that always responds fairly quickly. And I sent her the trailer for KJ Epa's new movie, I Still Believe leave with no response and then the next day I was like what the hell where are you why aren't you like screaming with me about KJ Eppa's new Christian rock movie and it's because she was in the middle of having a baby and she said that that it was the first thing she watched after giving birth and I thought that oh no I feel like I I hope that means only good things for Zelda's life because like that rage and the fury she felt I think really just like gave her like it's it's gonna give Zelda the pizzazz to take life by the balls. It shoots lightning bolts into the baby. Yeah, <laughs> give her your power. That's a cool concept. That's to watch something that makes you furious right after you give birth and just transfer the energy into the baby. I like that. We should try it. Uh, that's what. Uh, that's exactly what I'm hoping happens. So uh, we the uh, a couple of weeks ago we were screaming about Jennifer Garner's new movie Miracle from Heaven, and yes. Molly was screaming about it because it has an insane cast. And then I saw the trailer. I still believe, which is about KJ Apa, who, as we know, is Archie from Riverdale, uh-huh. is a Christian rocker, and so he is actually currently in real life dating Britt Robertson, who plays his fiance in the movie. They get engaged at the age of twenty because she has ovarian cancer and he goes on the stage and he's just like we're gonna pray for her to get better but the thing is is that his parents are played by Shania Twain and Gary Sinise Ooh. perfect I think it's a perfect family <laughs> You're, uh, there's another one too uh, starring Chrissy Metz from This Is Us called that's, Breakthrough. That's the other one we were talking about when he gets under the ice and the power of prayer brings him back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that in depth. Um, these are just, <gasps> this is disturbing. Is this a new trend? Or has this always been happening and I'm just not as aware of it as I it's now It's always have to been be. there to an extent, but it seems right? like right now it's like very popular. Like they're making better budget ones of yeah. these. It's yeah, not just yeah. like, remember the, what? what's the book series that they made into bad movies Left about behind. the apocalypse? Left, Left behind. behind. Do you remember that? Like, I don't know if you had like religious family friends or like a buddy with a religious family, but I remember that was on a lot of bookshelves and it was a note of... It was like a, a message to me like, oh, this house is a slightly disturbing. They have all of the Left Behind books. Well, Jackie, you read them, right? What? Well, I, so I read the first book and I was in the middle of the second book <laughs> when I found out that it was a Christian book about the rapture. Oh. I just thought it was an apocalyptic <laughs> book. I thought yeah. it was like, oh, all the people disappear. All, because that, I just wasn't raised it, like it, knowing that part of faith, right? I didn't know that this was something. I was like, "Wait a second, wait a second. So they only took the people of other faiths and people that didn't believe the same way as you. Wait a second, and I got really <laughs> upset at myself. Also, I will be. I will say those are the days. It was. I think it was in high school, and I was doing a lot of drugs back right. then. Right. Uh-huh. So you, I can see how in some sort of a K hole you discovered the series and yeah. 
you know, once the horse tranquilizer wore off, you uh, You're decided. Like, Wait a second, <laughs> this is religious. <laughs> I just like this. I like this utopian future books. All right, so soon. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. And I had, um, was raised completely as a heathen, so I had no idea that they were books. But Henry and I found he, you know, of course, he has a Nicolas Cage fanaticism. So. Uh, Nicholas Cage stars in the Left Behind movie. Does he really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And um, the uh, the female lead is Lee. What's her name? Leah Thompson. Well, I also know it's it's Kirk Cameron too, right? Or is he? Is that not the movie? And that is the miniseries. I don't think he's in it. Oh, Left Behind is the movie based yeah. on it, and then Kirk Cameron did the television miniseries. Uh, okay, Kirk Cameron yeah. also made that. Have you ever seen that? Um, he makes. The Christmas really movie? Movies. Yeah, the Christmas movie, dude. It is. It, <laughs> oh, my God. Have you heard of this, Jackie? This is. Oh, this, yeah. This is an unbelievably bad movie. What's the name of it? What's. Uh, I got to look it up. I'm sorry. Also, the Kirk Cameron is also a movie. I don't know why I thought it was longer than that. Maybe it's just because I started watching it and I just assumed it was a thousand years long because of um, how slow and horrible it was. Oh, it's just the movie is Saving Christmas, and it is a giant trash fire. It is yeah. so bad. It makes no sense, It's but it's like uber Christian, but it, its message is like all over the place anyways. Yeah, uh, which makes it kind of great, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, So we were watching Left Behind uh, because Henry is a Nicolas Cage fan. I didn't know they were, it was a religious <laughs> movie, and it, like, much like you, Jackie, about halfway through, I did kind of pick up a religious tone, but then halfway through... They're on. There's a scene on a plane with uh, like a Muslim man and a Jewish person, and then they uh, go into why they're not going to go to heaven. And I was like, Oh no, we oh, can't no. finish watching this. <laughs> oh no, this is. These are none of the things that I agree with. Now <laughs> I am wondering if all of this, um, you know, the resurgence of high budget. Christian films. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that Lori Laughlin is being taken down and that Hallmark is must be seeing such a hit from Lori Laughlin being taken out of like all of Hallmarks, which like she had so many things on the Hallmark channel, but with everything with the disgrace of her, you know, of of what she has done with the college scandal, the bribery scandal, that they're taking all of it off. So I wonder if it's just like bleeding over. It's like, well now if Lori, we don't got to pay Lori Laughlin anymore, we got all this money. So <laughs> I guess we'll pay all of these other people to do these things. I, <laughs> I do know that uh, today when we stopped into Walmart here in Florida, I saw People magazine and the cover story was Lori Laughlin and her two daughters, which looked like they had just done a new photo shoot for the magazine. So <laughs> they are they are spinning this scandal into more fame. Well, and also I saw like this weird article that was trying to, I believe, garner sympathy for Lori Laughlin. She's like, none of my friends call me anymore. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Everyone pretends like I don't exist anymore. Yeah, bitch. What do you fucking think? Yeah, dude. You can't fuck it. You know what? People people get resentful. Okay. First of all, you probably have a bunch of socialite friends that'll fucking drop you at the turn of a fucking dime because that's all they care about. Your friends didn't care about you to begin with. Yeah, exactly. And then the ones that aren't like that probably dropped you like a bad habit because they resent that kind of shit trying to pay your way through life. You know what it is? This is the message, okay? Don't try to be perfect. Try to be the best you you can be. 
Okay? Because <gasps> when you try to be perfect. Yes, you f- Holden. You know what I'm saying? Live your truth. Live your fucking truth. But uh, do not try to be fucking perfect. Because the moment you try to be perfect, you start fucking paying colleges to get your fucking Linda LaRue, your daughter, or whatever her stupid name is. Who doesn't even want to go to college. She was being the best her she could be. And she was very successful without <laughs> college. Yeah. Why have to go to college? It is just about fucking Lori Laughlin's ego. Which yeah. makes me so disgusted. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, whatever. Like I, I have no. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel bad at all. And um, you know, it's just it's fun to. This is the fun time, right? When people shoot themselves in the. It's it's awful when people get embroiled in bad situations. When people just like beg for it, and then it gets their comeuppance. Jackie, what are you trying to do to the world right now? Uh-oh. Because I, know. I am just trying to be positive, and I wish I could be best friends with Lizzo. Is that too much to ask? Why can't we be on stage together? I know. I heard somebody. I heard somebody has been mailing Lizzo stacks of cash to try to spend friend time with her, quote unquote. (gasps) Is it Rihanna? Because she definitely hit up Rihanna because Rihanna is a known Lizzo fan. And Lizzo just like sent out um, a tweet that was essentially like, girl, you want to work with me? (laughs) And because Rihanna had sent her a DM that said like, you fucked the shit out of that stage. Oh, you fucked that stage like it was your side bitch, is what the DM said from Rihanna. Oh, Riri. I love this new, like Lil Nas X has been doing it on Twitter as well, this new way of just getting collaborations to happen by just adding people on Twitter yeah. and shit and just be like, let's fucking make it happen. You, th- you think I'm great? Let's do this right. Let's go to the and studio sometimes right now. it works. And Lizzo's doing that too, right? Yeah, she's about to, she's about to do, um, she's doing a new project with Justin Timberlake right now. Mm. But then, you know, then there are the times where she was vying for the Ursula slot for oh, the live action so Little Mermaid and she dressed up like Ursula and put it on her Instagram and sang Poor Unfortunate Souls and she <laughs> lost it to Queen Latifah, which, which, I get, I you know, I completely understand. I think that Queen, I love Lizzo to death, but Queen Latifah is a queen, and I, you know. She will crush that part. I She's going to crush it. What happened to, oh, because there's two different ones. Because There's, there's two a, different ones. Okay. Yeah, so there's two different ones happening right now, and I believe that the one with, is it the one with Queen Latifah that has, was it, um, is that me back in the car, dog? It wasn't me. Who is it? <laughs> That's Shaggy. The shaggy. Shaggy? Yeah. Shaggy. Shaggy's playing Sebastian. Oh, my God. Did, you didn't just confuse Queen Latifah for Shaggy, did you? That no, 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 no. I'm trying to say, I don't know if that's the project that he's also... I don't know if that's the Queen Latifah live-action Little Mermaid or if it's the other live-action Little Mermaid with Melissa McCarthy. Wait, there are no. two... What? There's, There's two? two different ones. Yeah. What? One is a TV special and one is a movie. Welcome to your live action Disney dystopia. Okay. It is the TV special, the one where Queen Latifah is playing Ursula and Shaggy is playing Sebastian, which you know what? I'm down. And on top of that, yeah. we've got, and then we also have Lady and the Tramp uh, live action. Have you seen the puppy? <laughs> Oh, Have you seen the puppy? God. The orphan puppy? So I, for the new Disney Plus, they're making a live action Lady and the Tramp that you can only see on Disney Plus. And fuck you, Disney Plus. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you to death because I'm going to get <laughs> Disney Plus because I want to see the Lady and the Tramp. It. I want to see the reboot of Lizzie McGuire. It's not fair. Oh, he's so adorable. He's a real tramp. He was... Uh, have you seen the picture? Yeah. I'm on board for this. I didn't realize they were using live dogs. I thought they were probably going to do like a 
digital version, but they wanted to rescue a bunch they of dogs. They wanted to rescue a bunch of dogs. They rescued them. And do, do you think they fuck in it? Because I feel like they could still do, uh, they could actually have sex and still be a kid's movie because it's dogs. Oh, yeah. I heard it's NC-17. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the graphic. They it said it was graphic. Mm-hmm. They called it the kids of Disney movies. This is like their kids' turn. They're going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got full red rocket and everything. <laughs> I just love that Brigham Taylor. Oh, Brigham Taylor, the producer of Lady and Tramp remake, said once we started turning our attention to casting the main dogs, in that same breath we said, we need to rescue as many of these dogs as we can. Which just, of course, that I have to watch it. And the the dog that is playing Tramp, his original name was Monty, and he was rescued from a shelter in New Mexico not very long before the filming began. A kill shelter. And, um... It breaks my heart, and I love them, and the pictures of him and the dog that also plays the lady. She's also really cute. And hold it, it makes me think of your parents, um, King, what are they, King Charles Cavalier Spaniels? King Charles Spaniels. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, that totally is a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. I love that, like, that is such a fancy fucking name for a dog, and it really is such a fancy type of dog. Um, and she, in particular, looks like a rock star or Roxy, our uh, the the uh, one of the the two they had. Well, Bitsy passed away recently. I'm sorry to bum you out, but that happened. Um, oh no! Everyone's oh. dying. Everything is dying lately. Everything's dead. Um, well, I will say Bitsy oh, is a very cute dog. She's Aww. so cute. Such a sweet baby. And uh, But Roxy's still kicking it. And um, this one looks more like Roxy, which is kind of amazing. I wonder if it is Roxy. Did my <gasps> parents dock it into a movie? Oh, oh my God. God are you secret is. millionaires? <laughs> I will say I'm a little bit offended by their um, size normativeness of coupling the dogs <laughs> where the male dog is much bigger than the, the female dog because what about the couples where the woman's taller? Yeah. Hmm? Or oh, the woman is taller. are you offended by it? Oh, yeah. oh please. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Natalie's I offended will as, a, as a beautiful, tall, amazing woman with a short leprechaun-esque husband. <laughs> Can you please start that awareness campaign, Natalie, for my sake, for Henry's sake? Can you please go on this huge, like, feminist, like, awareness Twitter campaign about being a taller woman in the relationship? And then it, eventually it'll spiral into me just hating short women and trying to get them. <laughs> no! And then you just, like, every time you genocide. enter a room with me in it, you start singing, short people got no reason to live. I'm like, Natalie, please don't. Yeah. There's an article. There's an article on Slate. It's like short woman denied access to tall woman's conference. <laughs> it's a I'm tall on the inside. <laughs> oh, I found my purpose in life finally today. No. <laughs> but I think that um, Tom Green has always known his purpose in life. Uh-huh. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, Daddy would, you would you like, like some, some sausage? sausage? <laughs> I got very excited because I saw a headline with Tom Green in it, and I immediately. It was like Tom Green because I don't know about y'all, but not only did I love Tom Green, but I wanted to be married to Tom Green. I actually best. didn't like Drew Barrymore for a while because she got to have a fly by night marriage with Tom Green. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I uh, I unfortunately have a different take on Tom Green, but <laughs> also Henry uh, wanted me to make sure that I inserted that he was very uh, unhappy with the fact we were having a Tom Green conversation without him and out without his input because he has very deep, strong feelings about Tom Green. You know, 
he's he's a he's he's definitely a character. I mean, he's definitely had his uh, his story. Listen, I have grown up loving weird, subversive comedy and all that shit. Uh, I love dark comedy, all all the stuff that he does. But to me, growing up, he was sort of that. He almost felt like a jock to me, where he was like mm. really kind of mean spirited in what he did and. I get I, he wasn't really I get he was just a lunatic but I'm gonna have to go on record and say that Jackass did what he did way fucking better sure yeah. sure I think though he did uh pave the way for Jackass and at the same time Natalie uh after I heard I heard him on a podcast recently where he talked at length about like his career starting out and I think he would 100% agree with you he talked about how he used to be such a dick and like you know, he would he would purposely just fuck with people. And, and yeah, I think he would totally agree with that sentiment. What? One hundred percent. He definitely Tom Green definitely had like funny moments to me. But remember uh, when he put his butt on the railing? Yeah. <laughs> remember when the his butt was on the Swedish? <laughs> I, I loved it. I know it was bad. I'm sorry, Jackie. It's all horrible, I'm sorry. but I loved him. And the lesbian mobile was like. Completely amazing. No, the slut mobile. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that was the reason why he was brought up. So um, he is in this new movie, which I actually never saw Iron Sky, which is, it's a very tongue-in-cheek comedy. It's something something to do with space. I never saw it, but he's in the sequel of Iron Sky. It's called Iron Sky, The Coming Race, and he plays the bad guy in it where he's some sort of space cult leader so he's on the interview rounds right this is, now this sounds like nazi propaganda <laughs> it's it's kind of i think it's more making fun of scientology is what seems like because i think his cult oh, leader is supposed okay. to be a little more tom cruise-ish mm. so um he was actually calling out jimmy kimmel because jim the, jimmy kimmel post reposted a clip from a 2010 episode of the jimmy kimmel show where he pranked his aunt chippy and painted her house orange and green and he said oh you were just copying my style and copying what i did which is a little ridiculous because at that time there was just so many prank things i don't think that he actually was and really i just think jimmy kimmel wasn't as much of an asshole as tom green was like the slut mobile and then i watched the slut mobile when Tom Green in the middle of the night turned his parents' car <laughs> into what he referred to as a slumbobile and put, put very graphic porn mm-hmm. images on the hood of the car. And his dad woke up and was really, really angry because then he couldn't take the car to work. And then he drove, okay, and then his dad goes to the bus stop to take the bus to work. And there's a bunch of his like coworkers there. And Tom Green drives the car to the bus stop and gets out. It's like, Dad, you don't like what I did with your car. <laughs> it is so incredible. I know it's not good. I know he's horrible. But no, I no. remember seeing that as a teenager and just losing my uh, yeah. mind. Uh, the best. I know. And like with the parents stuff, it's uh, I get it. And their parents are to some extent on board with it. They're part of the, mm-hmm. the, the game as well. But I would... Again, I'm sorry, Jackie. I'm not trying to diminish your feelings for Tom Green. I understand. I don't. I think I am the one that doesn't have the popular opinion. I, but I do. I would say. I would say that him as a middle-aged man trying to claim that he invented a prank from 25 years ago that Jimmy Kimmel somehow took from him is not maybe the best look. 
to have? Mm-hmm. No. Maybe? I mean, it, it, yeah, you could make an argument. Like I said, he paved the way for all of this shit. Sure. You could make yeah. an argument. That, you could always make that argument, but it's more like just be the legend that started it. Don't like, you don't have to like call people out for like. Right. Do And also like Jimmy Kimmel came from radio and was doing stuff like this. You know, yeah. I mean, the man show, they did pranks. Right. They did they did yeah. Tom Green style pranks like crazy on the man show. My, one For of my sure. favorite being the drunken pilot prank. Did you ever see that one where they yes. just dressed up like pi- pi- uh, pilots and walked around an airplane acting completely hammered <laughs> and like, I have to I gotta get some of my flight. I got to get some of my flight. Like, everyone's just mortified. It was so good. That's pretty great. Yeah, no, you can't do the man show anymore because I just no. remember being girls mesmerized on girls on trampolines. And I I just would like, I would pause it. Like I was I would record it on VHS and I would go back and watch it because I was just mem- mesmerized by the way their breasts moved. And I always wanted my breasts to move like that. And I think that's why I touched my breasts all the time, which also I touched my breasts while talking to someone in public the other day. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to bring this up, but you're just like grabbing your breasts. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I forget. <laughs> I do this all the time. And um, I'm the monster, and it's not you for calling me out on it. <laughs> Arts and farts and crafts. As a lower middle class lassie from Queens, I dreamed of going to a summer camp and bug juice and kissing young strange underneath a dock so that every time I smelled the scent of a fat sap, I would smile and remember how lucky I am that I could make such great summer friends and have amazing adventures. I did none of that. But we all know that scent is closely linked to memory. And I feel like when it comes to some of my favorite summer memories, that's definitely the case. Like when I smell peach schnapps and remember the summer of pop-off mistakes. Create some special memories this summer with the perfect fragrance from Fleur. P-H-L-U-R. Y'all know this indoor kid is a thousy hepcat, and even though I may not quote-unquote run, or quote-unquote climb, or quote-unquote move if I don't have to, I sweat enough to fill thrice bedpans every day. But my hepcat never slicks off my sweat slides! It's perfect for summer because it lasts, but it also doesn't make you want to choke on your own throat ball hangy sack from perfume suffocation. I really think you might like it. Fleur makes great smelling clean and sustainable fragrances. Even though being sexually intrigued by a chef that talks to a can and crotches at a fridge isn't for everyone, Fleur is. Every Fleur scent is for anyone. All that matters is what you like. And unlike other fragrance companies, Fleur is transparent and discloses every ingredient and why it's there. You never gotta give a shakedown to a mall perfume spritzist ever again for the real ingredients. I'll shake ya, Barbara. I swear I will. What's in the perfume, Barbara? Make new scent memories with Fleur. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three scents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. Sometimes my music's up too loud. Sometimes my neighbors tell me to turn it down. What am I supposed to do? I want to listen to my tunes. Am I just paranoid? Or am I in serious need of Raycon 
earbuds. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, so I ain't gotta be tied down. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. I never realized how much I needed wireless earbuds to give my head the bobbing and proper sulking freedom I crave when listening to Wake Me Up When September Ends on repeat. Aren't we all still sulky teens on the inside? Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. I can almost hear Billy Joe Armstrong's guyliner glistening. Hunchy machi. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg are already obsessed. But please don't tell him I'm obsessively listening to Green Day at 32 years old. Raycon's wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me. They're so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere, even on the boulevard of broken dreams. I'm legitimately mad at myself because now I am currently listening to Green Day and will continue to listen to Green Day for the rest of the week. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. So no one needs to know that you're listening to American Idiot. You can just give them the knowing dookie nod and be on your way. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. These Raycons are way better than anything I listened to Green Day with back in the day. It's totally easy to bypass fun circusy king for a day on Nimrod if you want to get right to the heart wrench of Good Riddance without having to pull out your phone. And just as easy to go back to the beginning of Good Riddance to listen to it just one more time before you finish writing this ad. I just did that. Did you just do that? I definitely just did that. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. Nobody needs to know it's Green Day up in there. Believe me. Go to buyraycon.com slash page 7 to get 15% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash page 7 for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time. Buyraycon.com slash page 7. You know, I'm glad that I'm glad that there's more awareness towards things and that we're striving more towards equality and all these things. But I do also kind of miss when TV used to be completely inappropriate and just garbage, just garbage in every direction. And it's still there. 90 Day oh, yeah. Fiance. But like, you know, it's you just have different, to, different. Yeah, garbage. it's a different, it's different kind. It's a different. Kind. And I'm, I'm OK with that. But but I, I did. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to admit, like, I had a lot of fun watching the man show and like with my best friend and his dad and being like, you know, it's ultimately, garbage. I mean, it, ultimately that shit was harmless. Like I, I thought it was a fun show too, but I also understand at this juncture in time, there's not a space for, it's not something that needs yeah. to be said at this point. Cause it's already been yeah. said. I'm hoping right. we do get to a point where, where we can get back to an age where it's somehow okay to be offensive again, but I, I'm fine. I'm fine with where we're at, but I uh, I wonder what's gonna happen. I wonder if that's gonna happen. Like I yeah, think about I that. definitely will. I think I about think- that all the time. Like because now with everything so you know, usually there's such a rubber band effect, and I just I'm waiting and wondering for that moment when it's just like everyone can just be un- unbelievably offensive again. I don't know though. I don't know if it will happen. You know what I'm saying? I think I don't it know will. If it will happen. 
I think it will. But you know what? We will turn rubber band back around to <laughs> is that it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? Jimmy, gotta have that list. We are doing genuinely wild facts about celebrities that'll alter your worldview. Oh my! Which is a little bit. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of an extreme headline. That's sad. If I it did does. enjoy some of them, which is why because I read a lot of lists. I will say that. Mm-hmm. And this one, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Like the first one, Google Images was created after Jennifer Lopez wore that infamous dress at the 2000 Grammys. Because so many people wanted to see her because everyone talked about it. So I, I don't know if you guys remember, but it mm-hmm. was the sheer long sleeve green number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Trey completely Parker wore it. Breasts. Yes, Trey yes. Parker wore it. And it, like, and it cinches around her crotchal area and then goes down. And so many people wanted to look at it that they needed to create an image search option for it. I did know that one. I remember this was like this was like <laughs> No, the, I think it's good. This is like breaking the internet before Kim K did it. It's always yeah. funny too. I remember seeing it and being like, "Oh, okay." But I what you know it's you know, it was kind of like um Michelle Obama's arms, like the things that make America as a whole horned out. I just kind of never am like a hundred percent there with. Same with like "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" was this like massive horny bomb that hit. You don't America. like a naughty baby, yeah. baby, <laughs> baby, 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 baby. Like like everything that it seems like the world horns out about. Um, I'm always ta- I'm always a little step back, being like, nah, okay. I mean, I get it, but I'm not gonna fucking go furiously masturbate to this woman in her dress. You mean like when Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunctioned that at the 2004 so Super Bowl? Stupid! I that was so stupid. But it is why YouTube was created. Ah. So many people were not watching the Super Bowl that they were online, and the uh, the the dude that created the people that created YouTube were they created YouTube because they couldn't find the video online. I uh, did, and they wanted I didn't to see know it. that. And that's crazy to me that YouTube is not that old. I thought yeah. YouTube was way right. older than that. I no, know, right? man. It's just that you feel like it's been around forever, but it just it hasn't been. Yeah, although I guess that nipple was also fucking 15 years ago. Yeah, but I feel like a nipple's been around forever. Oh, my nipple's God. Nipple's been around for a long time. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, how do you feel about this, Holden? That Kate, before <laughs> their huge falling out, Katy Perry used to carry a lock of Taylor Swift's hair around in her bag. You know, it always weirds me out when people carry uh, hair around with them. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the weirdest parts of uh, this actually reminds me of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Paul, who's one of the most fascinating characters in that entire show, um, his mother gave him a not just a lock of his, of her hair. He gave him a bag of her hair, a Ziploc plastic bag of her hair to take on the trip with him to go mm. meet his future wife. And it was really Where'd disturbing. Where'd she get all the hair from? I don't know. Maybe it had been falling out. She was older as his mom. But I don't know. I was like, Ugh. who? What planet am I on right now? Who gives someone a bag of... What are you even going to do with a bag of hair? All you need is a lock. I think it's weird, though. You just gotta stick your face in there and sniff real deep. Yeah, you gotta sniff mama's hair. Did either of you guys participate in any kind of hair exchange, whether it be no. family, lovers, anything? I've, 
it, it does seem like a Shakespearean style romantic gesture, but to me it's sure. kind of gross. I'm not even grossed out by hair, but to me it's still gross. Honestly, in a locket, I feel like it would be cool. I've never held anyone's hair before, but I feel like if you put in something <laughs> or someone that had passed, like that kind of thing, and also ritualistically, it is a very important thing that you can use that is easily obtainable, sure. you know, in whatever you would like to use it for. So I get that. And I actually have used hair for things before, but I've not um, had, no one's ever given me their hair. I've seen some pretty, I've seen some cool art made with hair, like uh, sculpture mm. things made with hair. That's, I'm, I can get behind that. Cause again, I'm not super grossed out by hair. One thing that I did purposely do to gross someone out, my friend, always, uh, uh, this is Ryland actually, I'm pretty sure this happened that I didn't make it up, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that I remember this. In college, I had a cyst on my neck and he'd always point it out and remind me of it and bug me about it. And then I finally got it removed and I was like, hey doctor, can I keep this cyst gunk? And uh, he gave me a vial of it, and I gave it to my friend. That's truly oh, disgusting. That's I think that disgusting. that is probably unethical, and the doctor should lose his license. The doctor really should have gotten rid of the juice. Yeah, no, that's truly Dude, disgusting. Dude, it looks like an alien. It that looks is like... truly disgusting. That seems like that could be some sort of bio-warfare chem- issue. You could, like, really cause a lot of damage. With oh, it. it was just nasty. It's just dead skin cells, guys. It's not, it's not yeah, I don't know. It just makes you think of the um, like in my big fat Greek wedding when oh, um, yes. she had the, the she's like that like I had a tumor removed and there was hair and there was teeth inside of it. And that tumor was my sister. <laughs> I you just reminded me of that movie, which is that movie is so. Funny. It's one of it still is definitely one of my favorite movies. I, saw, I love I, that movie. I think it's I great. saw it in the theater and had it holds it with, like, up with my mom and we had a blast. I worked at I worked at a movie theater that was playing it i remember Hell that yeah. it was, <laughs> you see it a bunch it was, it's great it was at an indie theater where nobody ever came but everybody yep. came to that movie yeah because that's, it's an amazing movie that's that where that movie would be shown um just so you guys know brian cranston was once a suspect in a murder investigation this kind of thing hmm. always scares me so during a road trip around america where brian cranston picked up odd jobs he worked in a restaurant where he hated the head chef and often used to joke with staff that he wanted to kill him the chef ended up dead oh. which coincided with brian leaving town huh. and the timeline hmm. meant he became a suspect luckily he was able to prove his innocence oh i don't know hmm. i don't know about back that. back in the day you remember all the times just like oh i just want to get rid of them and then like just that actually coinciding with someone happenstancely being murdered and then also you being wrapped up in the investigation. That's well, terrifying. And who knows? I mean, not to spoil too much, but maybe he pulled a euphoria. I mean, yeah. could, there could be some shady business going on. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think it totally fits in that Brian Cranston could secretly be a mastermind murderer. He's a phenomenal actor. Any he phenomenal is. actor could, could can't be trust a murderer. Him. You can't and trust get away any of them. Mm-mm. Yep. Oh, I wonder if Henry knows this as someone that is a big Nick Cage fan. Nicholas Cage's actual name is Nicholas Kim Coppola. He chose his stage name based on his favorite comic book character, Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, I knew he was a Coppola, but... Um, yeah, I knew he was a Coppola, but I didn't know about the other part. It seems a little cultural appropriate but I guess not. You can just love a, an action hero. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're picking a stage name anyway, what does it really matter? That's yeah. true. He was just what? a fan. Whitney Houston produced The Princess Diaries. Oh, my God. My worldview is somehow suddenly. Oh, oh God. Take it back. I wish I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
oh, I see the world so differently now. I'm voting Republican this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything is different. Oh, God, I love Trump. I love him. No. <laughs> oh, my God. My worldview. Where did it go? Emily Blunt used to have a stutter in her childhood. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not a stutter. No. Oh, God, no, Emily, no. <laughs> oh, Kesha once broke into Prince's house to plant her demo tape in the hopes of cracking the music industry. Weird. Uh, see, that's weird because if that was a boy doing that to a woman, that would not be okay. I don't think that it's okay no matter what she said. That's what I'm she, saying. Yeah, she said she ended up bumping into Prince himself on the way out who asked, who the hell are you? Kesha says she, quote, pooped her pants, ran away, and never heard from him again. Ha. Oh, man, I Damn. really hope she actually pooped her pants. I hope she did, too. That, that kind of reminds me of what I think is an underrated movie uh, with Emma Watson in it called The Bling Ring. Did you ever guys, you guys ever watch that? I never saw that, but I remember when you saw it and you lost your mind for it. I thought it was amazing because it, it was a true story about a group of, like, party kids who realized that realized two things. Celebrities just don't lock their fucking houses and like pay no attention to the security alarms or anything. And also that they always announce on Twitter and stuff like where they're going to be that weekend. So like they they targeted Paris Hilton's house a lot. Um, but Paris Hilton would be like, hey, I'm in Spain for the weekend. Like I'm going to have so much fun. And so they'd be like, okay, she's gone all weekend. And then she would, they would go to her house, break in, party, use all her drugs. Like, also, the celebrities would never notice when things were missing. So they would just, like, take a bunch of shit out of her closet. They fucking party and fucking do a bunch of blow in her, like, weird party room in her mansion. And then and then just leave. And they just did a string of these until they finally got caught. That's crazy. Yeah. But also, that's just terrible. You really want to put that bad juju out into the world? I mean, it's going to come back to you what you reap. What you sow, wait. Ex- you reap exactly. what you sow. You reap Girl. what you sow. <laughs> exactly. You also, sow. it's directed by Sofia Coppola, who, if you're a fan of hers, I am. She did, um, you know, Lost in Translation and uh, Perks of Being a Wall. Did she do Perks of Being a Wallflower? Didn't she also do uh, Virgin Suicides? Yes. yes. She did do Virgin Suicides. She did not do Perks of Being a Wallflower. She did do Virgin Suicides. She also did Marie Antoinette, which I never saw. I haven't seen that either. I dug it, which also not even to get into that, but uh, because I haven't started watching it because I have to figure out a way to watch it. Kirsten Dunst in Marie Antoinette was really great, but her new show, which I'm very excited about, what is it called? It's called Oh Unbecoming a God in Central Florida, hmm. where she's the head of this pyramid scheme in Central Florida. Oh, I saw. And everyone is losing their mind for it. Apparently she's amazing in it. I am going to figure out a way to watch it and I will report back. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been getting really lost in the weeds lately on multi-level marketing and how damaging it is. And it's especially bad like in Florida um, and certain areas where they just feed on, uh, for lack of a better term, like desperate housewives. And, and retirees like and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so disgusting. And it's ugh. <laughs> what, was so the, uh, what was the leggings company called that just got called out? Lulu LaRue or something. It was one Lulu, of those, right? Yeah, LaRue. Mm. Something like that. All yeah. I know is that one of the sister, Mary from Sister Wives is, oh, right. uh, still works for them, unfortunately. LuLaRoe. <laughs> I think it's called LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe, yes. LuLaRoe. Yeah, I believe it. Uh-oh, my God. Everything's getting dark. Oh, it's all different oh. now. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I'm going blind. Items. We can't see him. Oh, this is no. Holden's new entrance into <laughs> blind items. 
Okay, Natalie, we're going to do this together, right? And you'll remember uh, the next kick, okay? I go, oh my God, everything's getting dark. I think I'm going. And then you two go blind. blind. And then I go items. And then you guys go, we can't see them. Sound good? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Everything's going <laughs> dark. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. We, we can't, can't see them. <laughs> was that good? That was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was great. Right. We're really getting there. We're I really getting little, there with it. I feel, I'm gonna give, feel can good I give a note? Can I give a couple yeah. notes? Please. Okay. Can I get a little more enthusiasm next time, when it, especially when we can't see them? Especially all when we right. Okay, yeah, we'll we don't have to do it up. again today, but just think about it for next week. Well, Bob, all right, thank you right. for your notes. Right? I'll work and on be, it. Also, be, you know, tr- I, you guys are both great actors. Be genuinely concerned when I think I'm going oh, blind. Blind? <laughs> the problem is that <laughs> the problem is that, that always really makes me blind. think of thank blindness. You. It makes me think of that book. And if you've ever read that book, it is a book that still resonates. And I think about it maybe five times a month at least. Horrifying. I think it's funny what happens in that book. It's no, it's not. They're locked up into an institution. He's helping right. you get into character. Do you see that? <laughs> blind. Um, and by the way, listeners at home, I know I sold that really well, but I didn't actually go blind in that moment. I'm just doing it for the intro, so I don't want our listeners to be concerned brave. about that. He's You're brave. So scared. Uh, <laughs> if you could also say he's brave more often when I say or do something brave. Jackie, that would really help oh, yeah, my of course. Uh, no, we're confidence, on my personal so every, everything you say, because you're so, <laughs> so brave, brave all the time. Um, okay, the, the, the permanent A-list singer-slash-wannabe actor and his actress wife are hanging on by a thread. It is getting harder every day to pretend there is something left of their marriage. We have a singer, big singer. Big deal singer. Not big right now currently specifically, like not super big right now in terms of, you know, didn't perform at the VMAs, but this is one of the like permanent A-list singer guys, men. And then the actor wife is, um, she's in a bunch of bullshit. Donnie Wahlberg. No. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I like it. More, more... But modern than Don- uh, what, well, more modern, Wal- more modern than New Kids on the Block. What else is there? Actually, yeah, <laughs> slightly more modern. But there's a boy band basis. Oh, is it Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel? Absolutely, it's Justin. Oh, Timberlake. that's sad. That makes me sad. Yeah, and here's a little a hilarious tidbit that doesn't really speak towards that, but is very funny. Recently, in an interview, um, or there was an interview on Earth, so it's the anniversary of Seventh Heaven. And they were looking at old interviews with Jessica Biel. This is like way before she got together with Justin Timberlake. And she actually, because I guess Lance Bass uh, guest starred on on Seventh Heaven. And this is what she had to say back in the day about NSYNC. I know of them, of course, and I've heard of them. And I've heard the music. I don't think I own any of their CDs. I'm not a huge fan, but I mean, cool, I guess. <laughs> burn burn future husband that's so fucking funny that'd be like me finding a like a recording Alexi just being like yeah I really like Murder Fist like stupid right yeah it's really bad <laughs> they're fine I guess but that's I mean it's kind of great though I love it uh, okay as I told you months two months ago this foreign born late night host 
had no place to go, which was going to pay him as much money as his network gig. So his whining and threatening about going home was just a money ploy, which his employers fell for and paid him a whole lot of money, which he will share none of with his writers and staff. James Corden. Yep, James Corden. You got it. Uh, Yeah, I heard he's supposed to be the worst, right? He is supposed to be the worst. And I mean, you know... Cats and all. I uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was really bad. I do like the, the singing in the car sometimes. I enjoy it. I think that, you know, but I do know someone that was a writer for him and knew that, and I do know that they said that it was a terrible job. Yeah, uh, and that is his one redeeming thing. I, I also do like the karaoke in the car thing. Um, but yeah, he signed a multi-million dollar deal last week with CBS to host The Late Late Show until 2022. Uh, also, um, uh, I, I, you just made me realize, like, I can't wait for Cats, the musical, to happen. But mostly because, like, I can't wait for it to happen to all of the celebrities involved in the movie. You know what I mean? It's like, everyone's oh, yeah. going to have to have a re- re- reaction to it. Like... You know what I mean? Like, like James Corden's going to have to address it. Taylor Swift is going to have to address it. Idris Elba's going to, you know, like everybody's going to have to talk like, about it. And you <laughs> mean because it's like because it's bizarre, or did something else happen? It's just because it looks like it's going to be a such a dumpster fire. No, but that is so perfect. I can't believe people are mad about this or upset. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm excited. Cannot wait excited. to see this. It's yeah. so insane, and that is what a cat's musical should be is it supposed to be like tasteful that's my take like my point with that is if it was a tasteful cat musical i would You'd be, be so mad about sad. it yeah i'd be like what is this it should be ridiculous yes yeah i think it's perfect uh okay last one just in time for a new gig there is a tape featuring a former a almost a-list mostly movie actress all of you know should know who is doing lines of coke in between taking on four men at once. Just in time for a new gig. Wait, Just what? in time for a new gig, taking on four people at once. Yeah, so we're talking like already is kind of known to be trashy, and so this is just upping the ante perfectly. All right, we're upping the trashy You mean she's fucking someone? And they're- oh, yeah. And they're maybe they're fucking each other. I don't know what's going on in that room. I haven't I seen mean, the video. I say that they are... If they're all consenting adults, they should just oh, rock yeah. and roll with it. Oh, know? yeah. It's totally fine. But it's No def- slut shaming. You'll definitely be like, oh, as soon as you, you know. But they are trashy and they're, and they're a movie actress? She is, yeah. Like, she has not been A-list for a long time. But she's been in the news and always doing weird projects for years. Lindsay Lohan. Absolutely. She oh, is yeah. uh, doing, she is going to be a judge on Australia's version of the Masked, Masked Singer. Masked Singer. <laughs> and it is, I am, I got to figure out a way to watch it. I am dying to watch this. So this is adapted from uh, South Korea. It is a reality competition where three singers hide their identities and try to win a singing competition. Oh, you didn't having... watch the original? No. Oh, I'm sorry, not the original. The one that was in America the, the earlier this one? year? No. Who, 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 who were the celebrities? Oh, actually, maybe don't tell me. It's, oh, the, the weirdest part of the fact that the judges are such a weird mishmash of people. The whole thing is weird. <laughs> but I will say I watched almost all of it. 
Uh-huh. I uh-huh. won't say that I watched it intently or I didn't skip through parts of it because I definitely did, but it is a weird reality show. Yes. And uh, this just seems so bizarre. And like Australia's version, like is Lindsay Lohan big in Australia? What is happening? I think she's big everywhere, baby. The show and Lindsay Lohan being on it are both dystopian concepts. Yes. The yes. show itself makes it look like the end times for sure. <laughs> yes. And that's why I'm not slut shaving either, but it's like, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm 24 seven concerned about Lindsay Lohan. Yes, <laughs> very much so. And you know, I think I think we want I want to give her like a good for her as long as she's taking care of herself. But I don't know. I don't know that she is taking. I don't. Care of herself. I highly doubt she's taking care of herself. Yeah, especially with um, with she's what is she doing with the like the Saudi. Prince, I believe, right yeah, now. Yeah, there's something going and there's on all there, that too. happening. <laughs> and the, just... the, the Lohan club that had the reality show has, like, been shut down already. All of it is shut down. Yeah. The show is gone. The club is gone. Yeah. It's, um... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh... Maybe she's throwing spaghetti at the wall. To see maybe. What sticks. <laughs> and, uh... And she, you know what? Her parents are garbage, so... Yes. She didn't really have a lot to go on no. in the first place. She didn't I still have kinda, a whole lot. I want to shake her mom still, just being like, what did you do? Look right. at this. Dina Lohan, uh, unfortunately, is a garbage person. Remember when there were those photos of them, like, tongue kissing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. They would just do a bunch of drugs at, yeah. together because her mom, I think Dina really liked the um, the celebrity that came along with having a famous daughter. But, yep. you know, I don't know, hope the best for both of them in the future. Maybe that they will turn things around, and I, I, I think that they will. Lindsay Lohan is like if Jen A never, like, figured it out and, like, went back to home. And, yeah, but like, got too scared to jump off the patio when Freebird was playing. Didn't <laughs> decide to clean up her life after that. Just the yeah. song kept playing, and she just kept on moving. I, I wish the best going. for Lindsay, but I can't say that I wish the best for her mom. I kind of want her mom to right. go each day. Yeah, I like her, you know. I like her, too. I just like her to lose all of her money and be left with nothing is really what. Yeah. I, I don't like wishing bad on people, but maybe just no more money. She gets no yeah. more money. She gets no more drugs. Yeah, you can yeah, be yeah. a decent person and not have any money and have a de- decent life. Yes. Um, uh, for sure. Uh, also, really looking forward to that biopic. Uh, oh, we will get it someday, and mm-hmm. I I can't, I, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> and I don't know who's gonna play her, but you know maybe know. it'll be me. And yeah. uh, you got to put that in the universe. It'll be a current teenage celebrity's child in a couple generations. I'm probably mm-hmm. yeah. I I will be way too old to play her at that point. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And Natalie, welcome to the fold. I love having you a part of this, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. thank you for having me. Great having you. I love you guys. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. My name is Holden McNeely. You can watch Jackie and I on Twitch on Friday nights at twitch.tv forward slash Ho. But also, hey, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page7podcast. It's going to change your life. And that it's not going to do that, but you're going to get a bonus episode a week at least. So check it out. <laughs> it might make you a Republican. <laughs> no! <laughs> Natalie, what you got? My name is Natalie Jean. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Natty Jean. And you can figure out the spelling probably just by Googling. <laughs> yeah, you can. Thank you guys so much. We love you. We love you. We love you. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here, and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 